Today is Wednesday, February 14, 2024. Who cares about Valentine's Day? Today is always the day you're supposed to be loving those who are in your life because Jesus says for us to love our neighbors. We're first supposed to love him. Let's start with Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 2. My name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. For me, it's always about the gospel of Jesus Christ, his death, his burial, his resurrection. Believe and obey the gospel. That is the only way unto salvation. Proverbs verse or Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 2. He that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. If you are upright, it's because you fear the Lord. If you are perverse in your ways, you despise the Lord. This is going to be a discriminator. Today I want to talk about sovereign immunity. I want to talk about this idea that there was a 9-0 Supreme Court case or I should say the 9-0 Supreme Court opinion where the court declared yesterday that federal administrative agencies do not have sovereign immunity. Lord willing, today we'll investigate what that is. We'll look at the people's notice that actually changed the Supreme Court, looking at the activities of my teacher, Dave Jose, and a couple of people that have been working with him. But then, Lord willing, we'll also look at the explain sketch, and we will walk through sovereign immunity, and we will actually see what the sovereign immunity actually is, how it was never supposed to be something that the federal government got, and that by going through the explain sketch, you will understand the fundamental law, which is where your liberty interests are secured. I want to direct your attention to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. That's the number one way that you can help me and keep this ministry continuing. Uh, this is a ministry because we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. We look to the uh, laws and the uh, customs of our forefathers. And if you're spending money on household goods, if you wash yourself in the shower, if you brush your teeth, if you wash your clothes with laundry detergent, uh, if you wash your uh, dishes with dish detergent, if you clean surfaces of your house and you're spending money, most often that money is being spent at globalist godless commie corporations that are ultimately owned by the same people and are shoving lawlessness, wretchedness, and depravity down our throats. If you sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, and when you shop as members of this shoppers club, that's where I get the benefit, but the biggest benefit is that your dollars are no longer going to be going towards these godless commie corporations. You will be part of a community that is vertically integrated. So no hazardous chemicals are inside the products. The products are not millions of years old because they're bought and stored on back counter shelves for years. And then five years after they're made, they're trotted out. And so the half-life of the product is extended because they got to put dangerous, toxic, corrosive chemicals in there. 
Have that eat away at your insides. Have that eat away at the stuff you wear. Have that eat away at the plumbing of your home. The plumbing of your home could be dissolved by these catastrophic industrial chemicals. When you sign up at patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, you bless me, you participate in a uh, shopper's club, and you are taking money out of the godless commies and giving it to American manufacturing. Patriotswitch.com slash Jaren. God bless. I want to start with this notion of sovereign immunity. Now, the thumbnail for this sketch or for this uh, episode, this live stream, is of Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh obviously was a uh, judicial appointee of President Trump. He was confirmed to the court by the Senate a couple years ago. And what uh, the Supreme Court did last night, or excuse me, did yesterday, was they said that in a 9-0 decision, the federal government, the these federal agencies no longer have sovereign immunity. I want to stop before we get to that, and I actually want to look up the definition of sovereign, and then I want to look up the definition of immunity. Because it's my belief that many people will just hear the words, and they'll roll right through it, thinking they understand what it means. So I would like to use my handy-dandy camera and look at what this is actually talking about. So let's go to our... Let's go to our camera real fast. And we're going to look here at the word sovereign. Where are you at, sovereign? Now, this is not sovereign citizen stuff. This is the Black's Law Dictionary, 4th edition. This is, the attorney, this is the dictionary that attorneys have been taught in law school. Sovereign, a person, body, or state in which independent and supreme authority is vested, a chief ruler with supreme power, a king, or other ruler with limited power. Right? So the sovereign is the one with independent and supreme authority, and it's been given. So that should be asking where the authority is from. So now we need to go to the word immunity. If we go to the word immunity, we will find in our Black's Law Dictionary, 4th edition. Where are you at, immunity? There you are. Immunity. Exemption. As from serving in an office or performing duties which the law generally requires other citizens to perform. Freedom from duty or penalty. Ooh, freedom from duty or penalty. See, this issue that was uh, declared by the Supreme Court yesterday was saying that these federal agencies could not be sued. They could not be sued. They were sovereign, which means they were the uh, independent authority. And that they were immune, which means they had freedom from duty or penalty. You could not, you could not go at them in a court under what they think. You could not go under uh, at them in a court because they were immune from being sued. They were immune from being sued. The term aptly describes an exemption from taxation. Ooh, we won't go there. But the idea that we want to get at is this notion that the Supreme Court in 9-0 yesterday said that uh, these, these agencies in the federal government were immune, that they had sovereign immunity. And the issue in the law was that the sovereign immunity that was presumed by these administrative and executive agencies, these federal agencies for the last couple decades, this has been where the government will attack people and then the people who want to actually defend themselves can't actually go to court against these administrative agencies or these executive agencies. But what actually happens is that the statutes that created these agencies 
also create the opportunity for these agencies to have their own types of, uh, you know, quasi-judicial proceeding where the agency is itself the court. And so if you have the Food and Drug Administration make a ruling or have a, you know, a rule or they pass some law or statute and they come after you and say, you can't sell raw milk, for example. I was in Indiana this last weekend and farmers or people up in Indiana were complaining about the fact that they couldn't sell raw milk. And they complained about the Food and Drug Administration. Well, the Food and Drug Administration has its own rules, has its own bylaws that are not actually general law. They're statutory provisions. They're downstream from the Constitution. And the FDA for decades has been destroying farmers, attacking their liberty, and doing it under the presumption that the FDA can't be sued. And so if you had court actions or if you had something you wanted to go against the FDA, for example, the FDA would have what they called sovereign immunity. And this sovereign immunity would prevent people from taking action against them. Well, this notion was brought up and is standing in front of the Supreme Court. And this is where I want to direct your attention to what my teacher, Dave Jose, he's at Real Dave Cares for you, the letter you on X. Over a year ago, Dave and his students sent notice. I was just starting to talk to him, so I wasn't a student at the time. But Dave's students sent notice. I want to give an example of that notice. This notice, and I'm going to jihad this right here on the screen, this notice reads this. Now, this is from Benji Loken, but the idea is that the notice and demands of, of uh, clarity on sovereign immunity, and this was sent in January 2023. You can go to Dave's uh, Twitter account. He hosted a space yesterday. This is what I was doing instead of this uh, live stream yesterday. You can go to that and listen to the space, but what I want to do is I want to say that for decades, for decades, the federal government and government agencies have been attacking people under this notion of sovereign immunity. And one of the, the brilliant things that I think Dave wrote in his notice, I'll do the second page and I'll jihad it. The, the beautiful thing is right there at the bottom, right? And you see Benji signed it on January 17. It says, please take notice as one of the people, I am demanding a point of clarity to understand what you believe your powers to be relating the idea of sovereign immunity. Now, folks, right here, what you have is you've got the Supreme Court yesterday saying that there was, or excuse me, on Monday, saying that they nine to zero struck down sovereign immunity. Nine to zero. Even the liberal justices, the Joe Biden justices, the Barack Obama justices shot this down. And they shot down sovereign immunity. Now, this notice was from January of 2023. This 9-0 decision came February 12, 2024. So you have more than a year before the Supremes unanimously shot down sovereign immunity, a notice from Dave and his students declare, or demanding that the Supremes tell the truth and answer a point of clarity. So let's read this. I demand a point of clarity to understand what you believe your powers to be relating the idea of sovereign immunity. Now understand folks, this is how the government has been attacking people for decades. 
They've done it under the auspice that they've been immune from any blowback or liability. They've, they've done it under the presumption that no one can come at them. You can't sue the government. They're in charge. Continues. All powers granted to you by the people, therefore, how, how have you failed to acknowledge that you could only have sovereign immunity if the people have sovereign immunity? And folks, that is a damning question because it's basically asking, who is your daddy? Who is your daddy? Are the people your daddy? Or are you your own daddy? Who created you? Who created you? This gets at the heart of what the issue is, which is the fact that in our government, we have an express trust that people created. By right, people created government. We voluntarily associated. And in our voluntary association, we wrote down on pieces of paper the constitutions that are the contracts government has with us. And we reserved our rights out of these contracts, which means these contracts, when they specify my right to due process, my right to liberty, my right to privacy, my right to bear arms, these contracts exist to defend those things. So whenever I send notice or affidavit into the government, I'm, I'm, I'm forcing the contract to be upheld. I'm arguing the terms of the contract. You've never been taught this. The American people have never been taught this, but this is how you use your power in the law. You send notice into the government. You send affidavit into the government and you tell them you're not doing what you're supposed to. Fix it. And they are bound by the contract to do it. Now, I want to play for you a, what's this, a four minute and 40 second clip. This is from Dave and he put out this audio yesterday explaining kind of what's going on. Lord willing, after this, I'm then going to get to the uh, explain sketch that will explain sovereign immunity uh, pictorially. I will depict it and that way you can see it. So this is Dave. This clip is four minutes and 40 seconds long. Um, So listen to it. And I would encourage you before we get to this, to go ahead and help me send Bibles all around the nation. Help me send Bibles all around the nation by going to humblewb.coffee, which is the effort to distribute the Word of God all around America. As a benefit of joining this uh, PMA, you get free coffee delivered right to your door uh, that's air-roasted coffee. It's delicious air-roasted coffee. It's not fake. It hasn't been burned in a barrel. It hasn't been loaded by fake stuff. You can go to humblewb.coffee, join the effort to mail Bible all around the nation and as a benefit you get coffee delivered right to your door humblewb.coffee here is dave i want to let y'all see everybody for good measure um i posted up from over a year ago where we told you guys that we were going to do notice we were going to make the supreme court do exactly what we demanded in destroying the administrative state and proving that there was no such thing of a sovereign immunity. You see, we hit Jim Jordan, we hit the Supreme Court, and we told them, look, we want full disclosure. We want a point of clarity where you show us where you got this power to give somebody immunity who's attacking the people's power and rights. I want to see it. And then I said, just for good measure, uh, we the people um, grant immunity 
to government officials if they got it, because the only power that government has is what we grant. So if we supposedly granted this immunity, why wouldn't we have it also? Now, guys, I want you to understand that over and over and over again, I have dropped fundamental law on the government officials and told you guys, oh, watch what happens. And please understand, guys, the the documents are not still up because we don't do documents and think they're going to be void or just go to nothing. We actually do the document. We know the government is bound by us. And so we uh, stop after we get so many thousands we stop with the document. We don't need to just keep going over and over and over again. But guys, show me the powerful attorney in America that predicts to you how things are going to happen in the law without saying, oh, yeah, uh, we got to wait on the court to give us some some understanding on what the law is. We don't live like that. We give you the fundamental law. And everything the Supreme Court finds, guys, we tell you ahead of time with the fundamental law, where it is, how it works, right? Just like we did the webinar, Think Like a Supreme Court Justice, we put in the Supreme Court Justice's mind exactly what the law is. And you should just say, how is it that this guy who didn't go to law school can tell the people they're going to write a notice and move the government around the nation and no attorney's going to understand what we're doing? They're going to laugh. And then every single time OSHA gets hit, uh, the government talks like us, 84 million Americans, you're trying to rule over them with powers that go for the, for, for the agency, right? ATF, you can't interfere with the people's plain right to have guns. And I explained it in great detail with maxims of law. You look at, I told you guys, they're going to destroy the administrative state. They brought in on their calendar, multiple cases to destroy the administrative state. I told you guys that they have no freaking immunity. It's a hoax. Attorneys laughed. They've been going around telling y'all they could take your houses, cars, kids, dogs, and grandmas over something they call, I'm sorry, and be protected over something they call sovereign immunity. And I told y'all that junk existed nowhere in any constitution that they could do things outside of the contract and still tell you that your anus can't sue them. The day is done, guys. They have fallen to freaking nothing. And I keep telling you guys, and I'm going to tell you guys this. I've been trying to get with some of the great politicians and some of the people, right? And I've been telling you guys how to do it. And they thought they were going to ignore us and just get stupid. So now I'm going to show you when these clowns won't listen, right? When the, when the attorneys want to block us from talking to the good actors, right? I'm going to show y'all how to make them come to court and talk or lose everything they got. See, I love good politicians. I hate the idea of attorneys playing interference between us and the politicians that we put in place to serve us. So there's going to be a day of reckoning. I'm telling you ahead of time, by God, either they're going to talk to us and do what we say, or we're going to take their houses, their cars, their money, every freaking thing they got. Now, if I'm lying, I'm dying. We going to see how bad these people are in the law, how hard they going to stand against the people. The day is done where idiots uh, as attorneys block us from getting justice and remedy. I'm done playing the freaking game. I'm tired. I've wasted time with good actors and bad actors getting blocked. I'm done now. So now we're going to take this junk to the next level. We're going to see if they're going to put their fortune where their freaking mouth is. All right. So now we want to do what's called the sovereign immunity.
sovereign immunity explain sketch now as I'm doing this I want to get you guys to see this which is no not that this and this which is the drawing that I've made just you know depicting the express trust system of the uh, constitutions you have in the upper left hand corner you've got the Bible which is telling us um, God's word. He tells us who he is in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 1. He says he owns the place. Then he creates man in his image. He makes him in his image and then he gives him dominion over all things. God does not give man dominion over man. So because man doesn't have dominion over man, there must be some type of fellowship. This is where I believe it was perfectly modeled in the death of the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We had to have the death, the burial, the resurrection of Jesus Christ because our sins separate us from God. If you are a sinner, you are going to go to hell. If you are in Christ, Christ's righteousness is imputed to you. And Christ, whenever he died on the cross, took your place and took all of God's wrath for all of your sin. Now, when Jesus rose from the grave... He says in Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20, he says, All power and authority is given unto me. Go ye therefore and teach the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach all nations all my commands, or teach, teach the nations to obey all my commands, and lo, I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. This is called the Great Commission. The reason why the Great Commission is so important is because this is the mission statement of the New Testament. This is God's new covenant, his everlasting covenant. This is how God is going to do all things forever. It's going to be through his son, Jesus Christ. And as a result of this, Jesus says he's got all the power. Now that Jesus has all the power, you notice what he did was say, go. When Jesus said go, he changed the paradigm from one of just trying to be uh, God's special people in the old covenants and the old covenantal systems. And now he's saying, go teach all nations to obey all my commandments. So now it's a proselytizing. Now it's an advancing. If you want to use the idea of an invasion, that is also good. The kingdom of heaven is here and it is going to grow until everlasting. It will never diminish or be uh, swept away. Now this gets to we the people. We the people made in the image of God, uh, we have the dominion that God gave us. Now a lot of people hate Jesus and so they don't have his wisdom. Because they don't have his wisdom, they're going to hear this and they're going to think of doctrines or philosophies or whatever, they're going to have their own interpretive tools of how the Bible tells us that Christ is king and he's ruling now. But your founders of America, they believed this. They believed in Jesus Christ and they believed that Christ's wisdom is best for governing everything at all times right now. Right now. So when they did this, they created an express trust. And express trust, you see underneath the we the people, it goes down to the right. It speaks to the Constitution. This Constitution is the written law. It is written, just like God writes his Bible. This is an express trust. This means that it is plain and direct. It is not open for interpretation or for inference. And it was created by the people. 
And then to the bottom left, you have people reserving to themselves their rights. This is the right to life. This is uh, the right to property, all those other types of things. So the people reserved to themselves their rights. One of the definitions of rights is power of free action. When you understand that rights are powers of free action, you'll understand the reason why this is important is because Jesus Christ wants you to obey him. And that's where he gives you the power to obey him. Our founders, because they were smart, understood the pattern that God had done by saying, here's the Bible, Jesus has all authority, then Jesus gives the commands. The founders mirrored that. They reflected that with government, where people created government and they locked government inside the text of the Constitution, the express trust. The government can't do anything outside of the Constitution. And this is why every Constitution, to include your state constitutions, are going to have a legislative branch, they're going to have an executive branch, and they're going to have a judicial branch. And then what you see with that big arrow coming out of we the people, the turn arrow, that's the notice or affidavit. This means that whenever we see a problem or we don't like something, we use our rights, which is our powers, to change government. And we do that by right. And your state constitutions will say that. Now, if you get back to this drawing, I want to say the sovereign immunity, right? This is the sovereign immunity. And this is your express trust system. And nothing from the government can breach this wall to get to your rights unless it goes by the law. Okay, uh, so this is what's happened with sovereign immunity. The people created the Constitution, which created the legislature. The legislature, which is made up of a bunch of trustees, right? The legislature, which is made up of a bunch of trustees, then used their powers to create a statute. This statute created an agency. And inside this agency, these agencies were giving qualifications such as sovereign immunity. Now, this is because of Luke 11.52. Go ahead and uh, read that up. But you've got sovereign immunity in these agencies. But these agencies were created by statute, which created by trustees, which were using legislative power that came from the Constitution, ultimately from the people. You see how this is downstream from this? So when an agency is doing something called sovereign immunity, this agency will then come and attack people. It will attack this can't do this. The agency cannot attack people. Can't do it. But because law schools, law schools will create lawyers and only teach them statutes, can't spell, case law and codes or regulations, right? Law school only teaches statutes, case law, and regulations. That doesn't teach the law. So when a law school generates a lawyer, you do not have uh, someone who actually understands the law. You have a commercial actor participating in a system that is based on this. So because now there's a bunch of commercial actors telling people that they've got such things as sovereign immunity, these agencies, which are derivative authorities or derivative provisions, created a entities from this path, they are then attacking the people. So when something inside the government attacks the people, you have a breach of trust. You, can't, you cannot breach the trust. So people, by right, can send notice and affidavit into the government to tell them, hey, fix it. 
because this right here is happening. Now for decades, this has not happened. This is why I direct people to my teacher, Real Dave Cares, uh, what's it, for you on X. That's my teacher and this is what he teaches. He teaches the fundamentals to where you can actually do notice and affidavit to change this, which is that video that I just told you and that notice I just showed you where the people sent notice into what? The Supreme Court. So the people sent notice into the Supreme Court and they said, hey, Supremes, kill this. And so the Supremes did what? They went out and SCOTUS, so the judicial branch has the Supreme Court of the United States. SCOTUS then brought a case underneath itself, right? So now SCOTUS is looking at sovereign immunity. And when SCOTUS is looking at sovereign immunity, what did they do? SCOTUS went back to the text of the Constitution and basically, which is what the notice told them to do, the notice told them, hey, how does these agencies have sovereign immunity when they're derivative from the Constitution and we created the Constitution? If the people don't have sovereign immunity, how does an agency have sovereign immunity? So the people sent notice to the Supreme Court telling the Supreme Court, go kill that junk, because that's bad. So, so the Supreme Court took a case about sovereign immunity. <coughs> Excuse me. Supreme Court took a case about sovereign immunity and they killed it. Nine to no. Why did they kill it nine to no, nine to zero? Because SCOTUS is not benefiting as commercial actors. SCOTUS is only making their money from the judicial branch or from their compensation as a public servant in the judiciary. And if the people send notice to the SCOTUS and tell them, hey, you guys are attacking our rights, then these guys, if they don't kill this, these guys are guilty of breaching the Constitution, which another word of that is treason. SCOTUS knows that. SCOTUS knows that if they don't defend the Constitution, which is what they're bound to, if SCOTUS doesn't kill this, then they, right there, are guilty of this. And how many thousands of people sent in notice that know about this? A lot. Folks, this is what's going on. You have your fundamental frame of government, the legislative, executive, and judicial, but you've got people who are learning from teachers who are teaching how to do notice and affidavits, sending it into the government because they identify the game that's being ran against the people. Now, when these people are attacking these folks, you respond with notice and affidavit to correct it. And I wanted to show you in real time, in real life, that's actually what's happening. The reason why this is so important is because right here is where the power is. The power is right here. Remember when Jesus says all uh, power in heaven and earth are given to me and he says, go, that's your commission. That's Jesus telling you that since the beginning, you were given dominion over the beasts of the land, the birds of the air, the fish of the sea, and over every creeping, crawling thing of the earth. You were not given dominion over each other. And this stands for the death, the burial, the resurrection, right? The DBR. So the death, the burial, the resurrection. After that, the new commandment or the new testament. So now he says, go. And your founders who are Christians created express trusts in order to preserve and reserve people's rights, which is wisdom from the Lord. That is why America is such a blessed nation, because America used Christ's wisdom to create a frame of government that defends what Christ wants you to. And this right here is a pattern of how God um, gives, uh, gives power. Here you have the people have granted power to government. 
And when government is attacking the people, the people lawfully, peacefully, uh, lovingly can write pieces of paper. Uh, I got a guy calling me. I got to call him back. Uh, they can write pieces of paper that correct the government. And that is your... Um, that I mean that that is that is the system of government we have right there where you've got that express trust system that that is what we need to be learning now the reason why this is important and I've explained it is that if we don't understand that knowledge we don't apply that knowledge and this is how we're being destroyed so as you look around the nation you hear the headlines this is how people are being attacked this is how they're being destroyed so if we return and finish with our book of Proverbs, chapter 14 and verse 2, He that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth the Lord. So if you walk in your uprightness, you fear the Lord. Walking uprightly is a result of fearing the, fearing the Lord. When you look at the, um, the system here, when the people understand that God gave them their rights and they have the discipline to read the Bible, then the people will not fear government because the people will recognize they created government. When you recognize that you are one who creates government, you will then understand to use the text of the Constitution as a contract to bind those people who have sworn to it. And so literally because, because literally everybody in government is sworn to that contract, you as someone who creates government can send notice or affidavit to compel the obligation. And if they don't uh, oblige, then they are acting unlawfully. And I'll say this right here because there are always going to be cynics and non-believers. If you expect to push a button and get your immediate outcome you are falling prey to the system that has come uh, from this type of situation right here. These commercial actors. These commercial actors are using a system, right, of statutes, case law, and codes and regulations. These commercial actors have created it to where you believe that you can push a button and get your results. You, re you think right now you've, you've been trained to just hire an attorney and get results. Hire an attorney and sue somebody. Hire an attorney and be defended. You are giving up your power when you do that. You are subjecting yourself to a lesser authority. In short, you are not fearing the Lord. Now, this I'm not attacking your faith. Certainly, you may indeed be in the, the church of Christ. You may be indeed in the blood-bought church that Christ had, that Christ started at Pentecost. You actually might be that. I'm not doubting your, your salvation. I'm saying that now that you're hearing this, how do you handle the truth? How do you recognize that the law in this nation is such that it is an express trust that strictly binds the government and they must give a due regard for what they swore to. If you hear that and don't believe that, it's because you are reading what's written and you're not believing it. And your lack of faith is what's destroying you. Because you standing on the word, you standing on what's written, that is where your power is. And just more broadly, if Christians did this, you would see a complete change in this nation because you would see people 
standing on their rights in the law, asserting their power, and there's no counter-argument. There is no counter-argument. So when the Proverbs talk about he who walketh upright is walking uh, upright, uh, uh, he that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord. If you fear the Lord, you're not going to fear government. You have to fear the Lord or you have to fear government. You can't do both. And if you fear the Lord, you're going to have the discipline to know what he says. You're going to have the discipline to, to believe what's written. If you don't fear the Lord, and this might be where you step on your toes a little bit. If you don't fear the Lord, then you will believe that government's in charge. You will give it power to create and exalt it as an idol. And that's where you're going to get destroyed. That is where people are getting destroyed. Folks, I didn't want to continue, but this uh, live stream is yours. I wanted to finish with the gospel of Jesus Christ. You and I are sinners. Jesus paid our fine. When he was born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, and he put himself on that cross out of obedience to his, uh, to his father and love for us. It, he is the only one who lived a perfect and sinless life. Myself, you, and literally everybody else who's ever lived is a sinner. When you sin, you deserve eternal torment because you've sinned against an almighty God. When Jesus took our place, we recognize that he voluntarily put himself in the position to receive God's wrath so that we would not. He was physically buried because he physically died. And then three days later, he physically rose from the grave. When he came out of the grave, he started commanding you guys, the disciples, are going to build my church. So when Jesus died, that was the end of the old covenant. That was the beginning of the new covenant. Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 17. The death of the testator is when the new covenant begins. So when Jesus died, that's the new covenant. At Pentecost, after resurrection, Jesus had already ascended up to heaven. When Jesus ascends up to heaven, he says to his disciples, stay here. We're going to do something really awesome. At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was brought to his disciples, and that was the beginning of the church. Christ's church is built on Christ. It's not built on anybody else. Christ's apostles laid the foundation, Galatians or Ephesians 2 and verse 20. Christ is the cornerstone. His apostles and prophets laid the foundation. This means that whenever we speak about things about the Bible, we use the oracles and words of the apostles, 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 11. Because of this, the, 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 the response to the gospel message that you are a sinner, that you must believe the gospel, the response to that, as was asked in Acts chapter 2 and verse 37, when the, the people hearing this were cut to the heart and they understood that they were sinners and they understood that they were condemned before God, they said to Peter, what must we do to be saved? And Peter taught, you must repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the, rep for the remission of your sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is how you need to be in Christ. To get in Christ, you now have his robe of righteousness. You are treated as though Jesus gave his robe, his perfect life, and it's now given to you and you get to wear it. And now every single time you go into God in prayer or in meditation or whenever you are with the Lord, um, he sees Jesus. He does not see your sin because he punished that sin on the cross. If you are not in Christ, then you do not get the benefit. There are many people who say all sorts of things, but that is the plain teaching of the need to believe and obey the gospel. Because the obedience of the gospel is also important when we go to 2 
Thessalonians 1 verse 7 that Jesus will return and he will punish those who do not obey the gospel. So the gospel has a call. It's got an invitation. It's got a message that you believe and it's got an invitation. Uh, 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21 says that baptism in Jesus Christ is the act of a conscience, uh, of a good conscience to the Lord. So it's not you doing anything. It's a work of, a, uh, it's an operation of the Lord, Colossians 2 verse 12. So when you understand this, you hear this message and you can take action now. You can do this now. I would not wait because you are not guaranteed the next moment, the next breath, the next heartbeat. Friends, I care most importantly about the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's why I do what I do. I believe that there is um, good, good things to governing our bad and corrupt government. I think that there is goodness to overcoming the lawlessness and corruption of our nation. But none of that compares to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want people to believe the gospel, obey the gospel, so that they can go then live that gospel message to the rest of the world, which is ultimately what Jesus wants. Because when you understand we have the ministry of reconciliation, it is through us God is choosing to work to bring all things back to himself. Colossians chapter 1 verse 19 says that God does that through the blood of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, now on the right hand of, sitting at the right hand of power, he's the one that is now living through us, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20. So it's not my life that I'm living. It's now Jesus living my life through me. When you understand that, you will realize every single thing that I do, whether it's me letting things into my head uh, or, or me believing things or me speaking or doing things, everything we do is to be to the glory of God. 1 Corinthians chapter uh, 10 and verse 31, Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17. We are supposed to be Christ's ambassadors here on earth, which means we need to be speaking what the scripture says. We need to be obeying it. God bless. I hope that makes sense. Believe, obey the gospel. The best way that you can help me is to go to patriotswitch.com slash Jaren, sign up, register. Someone like myself or someone with me will call you. We'll explain how you can take your shopping that you're already doing and switch it over to American manufacturing. I get benefit whenever you shop, not by signing up. So whenever you shop and see what it is, that's a blessing to me and my family and the work that I hear, that I do here. But it's also a different way to keep your money out of globalism, but also to save money. My wife and I have saved money and you get better products. It is different and most people don't like change, but whenever you look at the world, change is what we require. Getting back to fundamentals, which is part of a community, of folks that don't want to be corrupted, don't want to do business with you know Luciferian godless commies, but want to be in relationship and fellowship with people they know, which is, this is an opportunity to do that. That's at patriotswitch.com slash Jaron, patriotswitch.com slash Jaron. Until next time, my name is Jaron Jackson. I do love America. Don't quit. Go to war.